Matched. Written by Ali Kondi. Please don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel. You can also help support the channel by checking out my Patreon. The link is down below in the description. Thank you, and happy listening. Chapter 8 None of the showings are new, our friend Sarah complains. They've been the same for the past two months. Saturday night again, the same conversation as the week before. It's better than the other two choices, M says, isn't it? She glances over at me, waiting for my opinion. I nod. The choices are the same as usual. Game center, showing, music. It's been less than a week since grandfather's death, and I feel strange. He is gone, and now I know that there are stolen words inside my compact. It feels strange to know something others don't, and to have something I shouldn't. So another vote from Cassia for the showing, M says, keeping track. She winds a strand of black hair around her finger, looks at Xander. What about you? I'm sure Xander wants to go back to the game center, but I don't. Our last excursion there didn't end so well, what with my stepping on the tablets and having to meet with an official. Xander knows what I'm thinking. It wasn't your fault, he says. You weren't the one who dropped them. It's not as though they cited you or anything. I know, but still. We don't really discuss the music. Most youth aren't crazy about sitting with a few other people in the hall and listening to the hundred songs piped in from some other place, or maybe even some other time. I don't think I've ever heard of any work positions related to music. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe songs only need to be sung once, recorded, and passed along. No, let's do the showing, Xander says. You know, that one about the society, with all the aerial views. I haven't seen that one yet, Kai Markham says behind me. Kai. I turn to look at him, our eyes meeting for the first time since the night I stepped on the tablets. I haven't seen him since then. I should say I haven't seen him in person. All week long his face has appeared in my mind the way it appeared on the screen, surprising me with its clarity, and then disappearing suddenly. Leaving me wondering what it means. Why I keep thinking of him instead of moving on. Perhaps it's because of what Grandfather said at the end. By telling me it was all right to wonder. Somehow, though, I don't think he meant Kai. I think it might be something bigger. Something to do with the poetry. That settles it, then. We'll watch that one, Sarah says. How could you miss an entire showing? Piper's question is a good one. We never miss showings when they're new. This one has been around for several months, which means there should have been plenty of opportunities for Kai to see it. Didn't you go with us when we went? No, Kai says. I worked late that night, I think. His tone is mild, but there is, and always has been, something a little deeper and more resonant about his voice. It has a slightly different timbre than most voices. It's the kind of thing you forget until you hear it again and remember, oh yes, his voice has music. We all fall silent, as we always do when Kai talks about his work. We don't know what to say to him when he mentions it. I know now that he probably wasn't surprised with his assignment at the Nutrition Disposal Center. He's always known he was an aberration. He's been walking around with secrets for much longer than I have. But the society wants him to keep his secrets. I don't know what they would do if they found out about mine. Kai looks away from Piper and back to me, and it occurs to me that I've been wrong about his eyes. I thought they were brown, but I see now that they are dark blue, brought out by the color of his plain clothes. Blue is the most common eye color in Oria province, 
But there is something different about his eyes, and I'm not sure what it is. More depth? I wonder what he sees when he looks at me. If he seems to have depth to me, do I seem shallow and transparent to him? I wish I had a microcard about Kai, I think. Maybe since I didn't really need one for Xander, I could ask for another one instead. The thought makes me smile. Kai still looks at me, and I wonder for a moment if he is going to ask me what I am thinking about. But of course he doesn't. He doesn't learn by asking questions. He is an aberration from the outer provinces, and yet he has managed to blend in here. He learns by watching. So I take my cue from him. I ask no questions, and I keep my secrets. When we sit down in the theater, Piper goes in first, then Sarah, M, Xander, me, and last of all, Kai. The big screen hasn't rolled down and the lights aren't dimmed yet, so we have a few minutes to talk. Are you all right? Xander asks me quietly, his words a whisper near my ear. It's not the tablets, is it? Is it your grandfather? He knows me so well. Yes, I say, and he reaches for my hand, gives it a squeeze. It's strange to me how our old childhood gestures come back, ones that dropped away as we stayed friends but grew older. Holding his hand still feels like friendship, like something I've known for years, but also different, now that it means more, now that it means a match. Xander waits to see if I have more to say, but I don't. I can't tell Xander about Kai because Kai's sitting right here next to me, I think. And I can't tell Xander about the paper because this place is too crowded. These are the reasons I give myself for not confiding in Xander as I usually do. They do not feel as true as they should. M says something to Xander and he turns to answer. I stare straight ahead for a moment, thinking about how strange it is that I have started keeping secrets from Xander just as we have been matched. It's been a few weeks since I've been able to spend Saturday night with all of you, Kai says. I glance over at him as the lights begin to dim, softening his face and, somehow, lessening the space between us. His next words hold a trace of bitterness. Only a trace, but more than I've ever heard from him. Having my vocation keeps me busy. I'm glad you all don't seem to mind. It's no trouble, I say. We're your friends. But even as I say it, I wonder if we are. I don't know him the way I know the others. Friends. Kai says the word softly, and I wonder if he is thinking of the friends he must have had in the outer provinces. The theater goes dark. I know without looking that Kai isn't turned toward me anymore and that Xander is. I look forward, straight into the black. I always enjoy these few seconds in the theater before a showing, when all is dark and I am waiting. I always feel a drop in my stomach, wondering if, when the lights of the showing come on, I might find myself completely alone or wondering if the lights won't come up at all. I feel like I can't be sure, not in that first moment. I don't know why I like it, but of course the lights come on the screen and the showing begins and I am not alone. Xander sits on one side of me, Kai on the other, and in front of me the screen shows the beginnings of the society. The cinematography is excellent, swooping low across the blue ocean, the green of the coast, over snow-crowned mountains, and on into the golden fields of the farmlands, over the white dome of our very own city hall, the audience cheers when it comes into view. Across more rolling green and gold toward another city, and another, and another. In each province of the society, people are likely cheering as they see their city, even if they have seen this showing before.
When you see our society like this, it's hard not to feel proud, which of course is the point. Kai takes a deep breath and I glance over at him. What I see surprises me. His eyes are wide and he has forgotten to keep his face still and calm. Instead, it is alight with wonder. He seems to think that he is really flying. He doesn't even notice me watching. After that soaring beginning, however, the showing is basic. We go through how things used to be before the society came into being and before everything worked according to statistics and predictions. Kai's face settles back into its usual smooth expression. I keep sneaking glances over during different parts of the showing to see if he is reacting again. But he's not. When they get to the part about the implementation of matching, Xander turns to look at me. In the pale light from the screen, I see his smile, and I smile back. Xander's hand tightens on mine and I forget about Kai. Until the end. At the end, the showing takes us back to how things were before the society. How things would be again if the society fell. I don't know what set they used for this, but it is almost laughable. They have gone over the top with the dramatic barren redlands, the shabby little houses, the few sullen, hard, sad-looking actors walking around the dangerous, almost empty streets. Then, as if out of nowhere, sinister black aircraft appear in the sky, and the people run screaming away. The anthem of the society plays in the background, ornate higher notes crying across a strong bass line that pounds the feelings home. The scene is overdone. It's ludicrous especially after the quiet scene at Grandfather's that I witnessed on Sunday. This isn't what death looks like. One of the actors falls to the ground dramatically. Garish red bloodstains cover his clothing. I hear Xander give a little snort of laughter next to me, and I know that he feels the same way I do. Feeling bad that I've ignored Kai for so long, I turn to him to share the joke. He is crying, without a sound. A tear slips down his cheek and he brushes it away so quickly I almost don't know if it was there, but it was. It was. And now another tear, gone as quickly as the first. His eyes are so full that I wonder how he can see. But he does not look away from the screen. I am not used to seeing someone suffer. I turn away. When the movie ends, reprising the sweeping travelogue from the beginning, Kai takes a deep breath. I can tell that it aches. I don't glance over at him again until the lights go back up in the theater. When they do, he is calm and composed and back to the Kai I know, or the one I thought I knew. No one else has noticed. Kai does not know that I have seen him. I say nothing. I ask no questions. I turn away. This is who I am, but not who Grandfather thought you could be. The thought comes into my mind like a sideways glance, like a flash of blue next to me. Kai. Is he watching me, waiting for me to meet his gaze? I wait one moment too long before I turn back. When I do, Kai is not looking at me anymore, if he ever was.